You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we move on to the tenth episode of the second season of Lost in our continuing recap series. We are on to the episode entitled "The Twenty Third Psalm," as some people thought I might pronounce it. Uh, this episode first aired on the eleventh of January, our first two thousand and six episode. Um, written by Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof, a couple of people you might have heard of, if you like Lost, and directed by Matt Earl Beasley. This episode in circles, in circles, that's not a word, um, focuses, that's the word I'm looking for, Ben, uh, around everybody's favourite Nigerian priest in fiction, probably the only one actually, uh, Mr. Echo. What a man, what a mighty fine man. My name is Ben, and tell your friends Mr. Echo let you live. You're kidding. What? That was my one. All right, hang on a second. Let me do it again. You can say that one. My name is Ben, and yo yourself, Pillsbury. And my name is Noran. Mmm, Roden. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Welcome, Noah. It's good to have you back. Um, and your front. Good uh-huh. to be here. <laughs> That's a stupid joke that I heard once, and it's not funny, even after all these years. Um, I like Mr. Echo, so I like this episode. This is a this is a great episode. I always remember this one. Um, is this the only Mr. Echo episode, or does he have another one? No. Yes, three. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I must be big fans of those ones, then. Um, but, <laughs> Huge Mr. Echo fan. Love him to bits. He's on my wall. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, Mr. Echo's awesome. We've talked about him enough. But we're going to talk about him even more. And I love the flashbacks in this one. I love kind of the backstory. You mentioned the last episode. It's sort of big bit of a shock, kind of, you know, what his backstory is. Um, and great acting here by AAA. I'm never going to try and say his name. But, uh, you know, we get random Charlie in this episode. <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah. But Mr. Echo. Hello. What a great man. Yeah, I think it's a really cool episode as well. Um the problem with season two for our main survivors from season one is it's kind of really hard to shock us now with some big twists in the flashback two seasons in. Um, like, oh, Kate blew up her dad. Uh, Charlie uh, Hurley was in a mental institute, which we already kind of knew. Like At this point, it's more about fleshing their backstories out rather than kind of shocking as Locke was in a wheelchair, son speaks English type thing. Um, so with these new characters that allowed us to explore that again, uh, and it works not better than anyone else, but Mr. Echo, cause this is like l- almost lock level of like, holy shit. Like this is completely different to the man that we thought we've got to know and lost deals a lot with expectations versus reality. Um, and this is definitely one of those times. So I love that, that no one could see this coming. Um, and yeah, AAA is great. It's it's refreshing, like with Anna, to have these kind of new flashbacks, I feel. Uh, and so when we get to season three with these main survivors, we'll be really begging for new flashbacks. But um, I just love also the way it weaves in with a season one mystery and how it just seamlessly like flows so well of giving us this new character while also kind of answering a big question from season one and tying it all together so well. Um, so it's really very emotional and cool episode. And of course... And we, the monster. And the monster, yes. And of course, we also get some Boone connections going on, sort of. Um, so that's always yeah. good. Um, but yeah, the Boone lives on. The monster. I mean, was this advertised as the reveal of the monster? Because I can't remember it. I mean, I, I, to me, it sort of came out of nowhere <sighs> that this was a reveal of the monster. 
I think it was because I remember an advertisement shot of, you know, the shot of Echo before it pans around to the monster, that kind of monster POV shot. It's a great Echo. shot. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I met, I remember that on the ads, and maybe they didn't say you'll get to see the monster, but I think they hyped up like, what is Echo looking at? He'll come face to face with something. And, uh, so I think it was touched upon, but I, it, it's a long time ago. Well, we haven't really dealt with the monster this season, have we? No, not since our little glimpse of it in Exodus. Uh Definitely these early seasons, it just kind of comes and goes. It's like Russo. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's interesting. Like I know it's kind of jumping sort of around here, but we, we talked about how in the other 48 days, how the, the Tailies really had a shit time of it compared to our beloved main group. But I guess they never dealt with the monster, did they? They just met with the others, whereas the, the main group dealt with the monster and it was sort of the other way around. So, eh, I don't know. That's true. Uh, anyway, so... I do like that Echo is the first one to meet it as well. Yeah, well um, does Charlie see it at the same time? Yeah, Charlie saw it from the tree, uh, and Locke has seen it yeah. in the past in Walkabout. He saw a white light, uh, but I, I think the way Echo's kind of story wraps up and his death, I think it, it really works that he's the first one to come face to face, but we'll get it. But, uh, well, we start off straight away in this flashback, and as we always do, if you're listening to us for the first time, we kind of separate the flashback with the uh, the on-island stuff, unless obviously they kind of intertwine. This is one we obviously will separate. So, I mean, this is... Well, these kind of do intertwine, but I feel like we can separate them. Yeah. I think it flows really well with the island stuff, actually. I think, like, also, this is kind of, like, uh, a big thing of, like, the 2000s with a lot of, sort of, like, movies and TV shows. I loved, sort of, really exploring, kind of, some of this whole, like, situation in many African countries with, sort of, like, child soldiers and, you know, this terrible stuff that happens. I mean, obviously, like, Blood Diamond was, a you know, a very big film that did it. I know 24 had a random storyline around this sort of stuff. And, I mean, even before, sort of, these shows, I remember ER kind of had a side storyline where, like, one of the doctors went to Africa and sort of had to deal with a lot of stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, a, a 2000s thing that this was sort of made really prominent. And we kind of have this starting off, um, uh, we're in Nigeria, I mean, it's not really specifically stated, but we know it's Nigeria. I think it's mentioned at one point, we can't leave Nigeria with these drugs. Um, and can we just give props straight off the bat for the production? Yeah, uh, I was going to mention that. Set designers, because uh, I'm not sure if you noticed it, but in all the fl- Echo Nigerian flashbacks, they do use this kind of weird yellow like an camera tint, tint yeah. which I think once you know, it's really super obvious. But still, even apart from that, they just did an amazing... This is all Hawaii. Well, this is, one of, those, well, this is one of these ones where... And it's really weird since I've been Hawaii, the things that I noticed that I never kind of noticed in this before. But, like, I mean, if you kind of look in the background, you can kind of see that the mountains and the hills which are very Hawaii. But, like, it, it plays so well into this. Like, you don't feel this is out of place. It's like when we're, quote, in Sydney and you're seeing, like, these green, luscious mountains and palm trees in the background, it feels out of place. But, like, this, yeah, for sure, does not feel out of place. It, and it's beautifully done, like... I mean, imagine all the act, the extras. Like, did, are these people living in Hawaii? They have to fly these out from LA? Like, I mean, we talked about, what, a few episodes ago with our Pakistani Indian dude, like, you know, just living in Hawaii. Like, I mean, these are... And this is the thing, too, that, like, props to all these a- actors that they use in these scenes. Like, they all look Nigerian. They look African, you know what I mean? So, it's, <laughs> but, but, like, no, I don't mean that to be disrespectful in any way. Like, 
You know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Yeah. I want to hear from our, like, our Nigerian listeners to be like you with Sydney. You oh, know, this isn't supposed to be this. This yeah. isn't supposed to be here. I want to hear from our Nigerian <laughs> listeners. Too. No, this is not clear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Ben, you've never and been I, to I Nigeria. did actually Google because, you know, Korean, uh, you know, in Sun and Jin, so they speak Korean the whole time, but then in Saeed's. Um, they kind of speak like the first two lines in Arabic, but then they do like a whoosh and it's all in English. Um, I did actually Google it. Nigeria, the official language is English, uh, more of like a pidgin English type thing, but still, they've got a pass for this. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're not like, yeah, I didn't think about that, but good point. Um, It's one of the most populous countries in the world, Nigeria. It's a random fact. I think it's like in the top 10 most populous countries in the world, just a statistic for those playing at home. But, um... (laughs) So we. I thought you said the most popular country. Well, uh, you know who, who did the ranking? <laughs> Buzzfeed. I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Buzzfeed Nigeria. Wonder <laughs> how that office goes. Hello, welcome to Buzzfeed Nigeria. Lol. Ten things you remember about Lagos in the two thousands. Um, <laughs> I'd like to go to Nigeria. Wonder. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's it's one of these random countries like. Africa, there's just so many countries there. You're just like, yeah, I want to go to Chad. Like, who do you know has been to Chad? Uh, you probably don't <laughs> want to go to Chad. Well, no different to Nigeria, you know? There's people... Well, that's highly offensive, I imagine. <laughs> sure, but it's like people who say, I want to go to New Zealand. It's no different to Australia. I mean, they're subtle differences, but I'm sure there's other things. I think they speak French in Chad, though, so I don't really want to go there. But, you know, Burkina Faso, that'd be fun. You know that always reminds me of like that. That sounds like a hip <laughs> bikini to me that you would see at like a fashion store. Bikini Faso, Rwanda, like you know, cool. Not really. I do wonder. Yeah, <laughs> you're not funny. Anyway, so um, kids are playing soccer. Good for them. Um, <laughs> like one of the kids has a cross on, and then these people come with guns. Nigerian gorillas. Uh, they show up with their guns, <laughs> and uh, they basically have a guy. That's the name, like the. But... No, I, I know you're completely right. It's just, imagine, bunch of gorillas coming out of the. <laughs> what? Um. Anyway, so they show up, and uh, they've got a guy, and they they get to the youngest kid. They give him a gun, and they're like, "Shoot him now! Do it!" Um, and instead the kid with the green shirt comes in, takes gun from him and kills it. What is your name, boy? Echo. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Look at me, Mr. Echo. Um, so I guess that's where Mr. Echo comes from. Um, and then obviously he rips off the cross around his neck. You won't need this anymore. And sorry for all our Nigerian listeners that I'm just not good at probably doing the Niger. When am I good at doing any impersonations? Um, <laughs> um, uh, can we just give props to the casting agents for the younger versions of Echo and Yemi? They look like, so very much well done. like their older yeah, it's versions. It's really well done. Yeah, it's brilliant. Like normally when they cast like child, but a lot of the time you don't really buy it. Like really, that's supposed to be them. But this like so well done. Yeah, I agree. So um, takes it off and they take away Mr. Echo. He's now part of uh, this little uh, uh-huh. gang. And then our next one, we get Gangster Echo with his cornrows. Here he is. Oh, yeah. He's, he's looking lit. Yeah. Oh, Echo, though. He's fly. He's awesome. <laughs> he's got his jacket and his cornrows. <laughs> he's got his pump and his tunes. He's rolling up. All he needs is an Uzi and he's good to go. <laughs> he's got, like, those shock absorbers, you know, like the low riders. Yeah, he's, 
hip if I ever knew it. Yeah, love him. Um, I love I love this on uh, Lostpedia. He meets with a drug dealer, Middle Eastern or North African, who is trying to get a lot. Thanks, Lostpedia. Um, <laughs> this is like the Pakistani Indian thing. Or uh, goes. In- I, this is like a James Bond movie, though. I'm getting Casino Royale vibes or something here. Yeah, I, I love gangster. Like I love nice Mister Hello. I would like to watch the film. Hello. Too. Like I mean, he's great. <laughs> like. Badass, yeah, Mr. Echo. He's awesome. He rocks up and he's in his chains and he's gangster. Yeah, I think AAA really let us down because we would have had more gangster Echo flashbacks if he was in the show for like four seasons or something. So, kind of disappointed because I want another one of him being the bad guy going around slashing people's throats. Well, you've got a bit like I know you kind of give Naveen Andrews a bit of shit for his accent, but like AAA keeps his accent pretty standard. Right? Like, as you said, he's like he's pretty much full-on English, isn't he, when he's in interviews? I mean, some of the other ones were a bit dodgy with the accent, but he does a pretty good job. So, anyway, he rocks up and got some drugs and basically he's offering 50 for them. I'm guessing that's 50,000 Nigerian... <laughs> Wait, you go like, when is the... Like, is he going to say 50 million? 50? <laughs> he's just like, I'll give you 50. Oh, 50 what? 50 Virgin Mary statues. Um, that's where Locke pops... Yeah. Nigerian yeah. character. Locks in the background in a local exchange uh, area. We'll- I'd like to change my Nigerian money, please. Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> the, the background to Locke knowing about Nigerian money is still more useful than the tattoo. I love his, like, badass, like, gets the knife and licks. Like, I, like again, I don't know about drugs, but, like, is this a thing <laughs> where you can lick drugs and just, like, Heroin. Like, <laughs> like does heroin lick know. different to cocaine? Like, oh, this is this is cocaine, not heroin. You bastard. Forty, not fifty. Uh, like, I want to know how they got the heroin here because they specifically say they can't make heroin in Nigeria because they don't have the poppies or anything like that. So the whole plan is to sneak the heroin out by plane. But how did they get the heroin in in the first place? Well, they mentioned that they can't cross the borders because of the military. So, yeah. yeah. So so if they can't make heroin in Nigeria and they have to fly it out, did they also fly it in just to fly it out? And is this a thing in Nigeria when they say no private plane coming to Nigeria? Like, I mean, only you were like, so does no one ever fly it? And like, you know, rich Charles Widmore can't fly to Nigeria? (laughs) I'm sure there's domestic, oh, not domestic, but I'm sure there's, like, passenger flights. Like but Nigerian Jetstar or something like that, or... Private random flights, I don't think. But anyway, so, um, you've got to get these drugs out, no value in Nigeria, so the only way we can do these is UN aid or Catholic missionary, um, and then, what does he say, like, you have no, it's true what they say about you, you have no soul, and fucking badass Mr. Echo just slices <laughs> both their necks with one knife... <laughs> <laughs> then he's supposed to be a priest. He's so awesome, so devastating. I want, I want the Mister Echo badass spin-off from like the, 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 the I want him to slash Charlie's yeah. throat. This, uh... <laughs> he could like line all these people up at Shannon's funeral a week ago and just <laughs> tell the Mister Echo let you live. <laughs> he's awesome. I'll give you fifty, and then nah, taking your drug. He's so good, and I love that. Needs to be his catchphrase, like. Tell your friend he that needs to be his quirk, like his Bond villain quirk. He always lets one person live, and you <laughs> tell your friends that Mister Echo let you live. I, I I do love the fact he. I wanted him to slash the kid's throat. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. I did. Tell too. your friends that. <laughs> I love the fact that like 
like Lostpedia, like just don't know what the hell they're doing with themselves. So let's like back up and say here, he meets with a drug dealer, Middle Eastern or North African, who is trying to get a large. Okay, fair enough, we've gone over that. But these people are credited as tough Moroccan, Moroccan number two, which is like a North African, not Middle oh, Eastern no, or North African. Just... It's said where he's from. <laughs> Stupid racist. Lost uh, racist lost Morocco is not the Middle East well it's like North Africa but you know who gives a shit it's only Morocco no one cares about them but so we theories <laughs> for tough Moroccan um so he's let one kid live tell Mr. Echo I let you anyway so uh we rock up this is apparently many wow. years later it just says many years later um so, oh no, hang on, I'm reading the wrong bit. Now a grown man, Echo visits the church in his hometown. Uh, there's a woman outside selling uh, Virgin Mary statues. Hmm, I wonder if they're going to play into anything here. Um, and I come to give a confession. You only visit me in three years. This is uh, Remy, his brother, who obviously was the little one we saw right at the very beginning. Um, and Miss Echo's basically... I love these two. Yeah, so do I. Do we, do we ever see Remy again or no? Remy? Is it Remy? <laughs> What's his name? Yemi, Yemi, do you even watch this show? No. <laughs> You've never seen an episode of Lost. You've been winging it. I'm just reading on Lostpedia, pretending I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hoping, that, hoping that I won't call you out. Anna Lucia. Um, Who's that? Y- Yemi. Yemi. Um, he's in three episodes. Of course he is. Uh, he comes back as Ren. Uh, he's great, though. He he shined in just this one episode. I love these two together. Well, he's uh, obviously uh, trying to bribe, ask his brother to help him out and uh, say that he'll pay for basically the polio vaccines for the village, but uh, wants him to get a plane because obviously, as we heard before, any Catholic missionaries can get out of there. Uh, he'll fly the drugs out of Nigeria. I help you. I save Nigeria. Um, and... His brother says that, like, no, I love you, but they won't help you. Um, it's great chemistry between these two. Like, yeah. who is this you actor? You feel like their brother. Oh, don't get me to pronounce his name. He's good, though. Like, he's... Adidas Combor McCormick. A.M. Um, where's he? <laughs> is he from, like, uh, is he... Niger- oh, Origin, Sierra Leone. Okay, never mind. I'm just reading here there. Um, so, you know, Kanye West wrote a song about it. Um, cool. Um, um, he is, yeah, those two, I, I feel like they are brothers, like, when you see them, like, it feels like this is a long-standing relationship, and, you know, it's really well written. Yeah. I like Emmy. I'm glad he comes back. Well, I, I like this next bit where he kind of rocks up to the confession, like, in the middle of a confessional. <laughs> I am in the middle of confession. <laughs> I love the way, like, Yemi gets up and he's just like, bless you. And then he just, like, buggers off. And then it's just kind of like, you know, chilling around with the, the candles. and like, don't touch those. And then we've got real badass <laughs> Echo here. And basically, you know, you need to make us priests. Um, and then, you know, basically threatens, we'll burn your church down if you don't make us priests. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do anything, but my friend. Uh, which is, I mean, it's again, badass Echo. Like, I will not hurt you, but my friends will. <laughs> but... I feel, you know, I'm conflicted because Echo is a bad, bad man, but he has some points. Like, this would be Yemi. Yeah. He saved Yemi's life by being the... Um, the killer? Being the guy who shot him, and then he sacrificed himself, really. Do we sympathise more with Echo based on this rather than Kate? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard. I've been watching one of our characters slice the throats of two people, but yeah, but they're Moroccans. You know, he fine. he didn't choose the the gangster life. The gangster life chose him. <laughs> Mr. Echo's a rapper. I didn't choose the gangster life, but the gangster life chose me, yo. Um, he would be one of his henchmen is called Goldie. Let's not start that debate again. <laughs> Musicians and <laughs> what was that guy called? What Goldie was... and Ulu. What was the actor in um? What was it enough that that Colin loved? Oh, um, was it Goldie? Yeah, no, Goldie was the actor. What was the character? No, maybe Goldie was the actor yeah, and the character. Goldie was... was the actor. Yeah, that too. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't know about world is not enough. Where we talked about it from. Yeah, but I don't care about that film. I do. Um, <laughs> Ulu and Goldie. Cool. Ulu and Goldie. Of course, that's their names. Um, so Dick Goldie. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yemi signs the forms, and what does he say? What does he say? Like your signature doesn't make you a priest. God will forgive you. God, God will forgive me. Or not. what does he say? Like God will forgive me, not you, or something um, like that. Yeah, God will forgive me, Echo. Um, but he won't forgive you. or You could never be a priest. Um, well, I don't think he says never forgive you. I think he just says the difference is God will forgive me, Echo. Um, is this how you become a priest? You just get someone to sign a form? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, I guess when you're a gangster about to burn a church down, it is. But um, no, I think you've... But why did... Uh, I think you've got to like... If they can forge these papers, why can't they just forge a signature and then... They've already planned everything out, and they've got the costumes and everything. I'm sure they could have just forged Yemi's signature. And if they did, then Yemi is alive. So, um, <laughs> like, again, similar to last week. Oh, Kate, if only you did this. Like, you know, but, um, yeah, I think, like, you've got to go to some special, you know, you've got to do all these things and get ordained, and, you know, it's like a big thing. And I don't think, you, yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't just walk into, like, the local snug church and be like, sup, I'm, I'm religious. Reverend Lovejoy, sign this paper. <laughs> Ned Flanders comes up to you and, ha, hiddly ho there, Noah. Um, I mean, who knows how it is in Nigeria. Yeah, well, I mean, Nigeria is like uh, one of the most uh, religious countries in the world. So, um, anyway, so I, I like this. Like, this is kind of like the real sort of connection. We'll obviously get a little bit more of this when we get to the island stuff, but... This is obviously Boone's plane. Um, this is what killed Boone. Dirty plane. <laughs> um, so they're all priests. They're rocking up and they're getting ready to go. They've obviously bought all the uh, Virgin Mary statues. Which, like, how do they get the drugs in? Do they have to, like chop the bottoms off and then like glue them back on? Like, and I don't know. I guess so. Um, well, it's been, happened before in Mexico. Or so <laughs> Mexico, just jump to Mexico. Okay. Um, so <laughs> they're on the the runway, and again. Great security uh, here in uh, Nigeria. I don't know if this is post nine eleven, but they don't give a shit about airport security because uh, just a you know a, a car drives up and who is it? Oh, is it an airport? It's just well, an airstrip. It just looks like a runway. To me. There's a plane on it, so I guess it's some sort of airport. It looks like Hawaii. I know that. Yeah, uh, Yemi <laughs> for, for all the props for everything else. It did look like Hawaii. Yemi, I cannot get you. You cannot do this. What's his end game here, Yemi? Like, I mean, these, these people have just threatened to burn your church down. They're gangsters as all hell. Like, in, in all seriousness, like, in, in what in what world is he going to achieve his, his goal here? Like, bless you, Yemi, but, like, literally, you're a priest. But, like, I mean, like, what are you hoping to achieve here? Um, yeah, I didn't tell them it was you. I think they're going to figure it out, Yemi. <laughs> 
Um, or maybe not, actually. But, like, let's be honest. These, like, the military people show up and then they all start shooting. But, like, these military people do go to, like, the, the school of stormtroopers because, I mean, you know, there's, like, 30 military people and a lot, like... pretty far away. And they do hit, like, two of them. So. Yeah, but, I mean, they've got a plane right in front of them. There's nothing to hide. It's, like, boom, boom, boom. And, like, even when the plane takes off, why do they not continue to shoot the plane down? Oh, shit, plane got the way. Not again. <laughs> like... They can still shoot the plane down, but anyway. Uh, so they come up, they shoot, and obviously poor old Yemi gets killed in the uh, crossfire and uh, well, actually gets shot, I guess. We don't necessarily see him die straight away. Um, and then... I don't get why they drag him in the plane, though. Well, I've never got that. Is, do, do you feel that, like, Goldie deliberately but, saves Echo then, given that he knows, or is that a bit far-fetched? Far-fetched, just a Dick Goldie moment. So, well, yeah, so they drag him on the plane, kicks, like, for whatever reason, then. Like, yeah, neither makes sense. Why does he kick Echo off, then? Yeah, it's a great flashback, but I've never got why Goldie randomly in this last moment just turns on Echo. Like, like where's the Goldie flashback of, like, oh, Ulu, I know he's our boss, but... I really think we've got to get rid of him. Like, it just comes out of nowhere. Like, it's a great scene, a great flashback, but a bit of a few holes in the ending. There's got to be theories on that. Surely there's theories on that. Like, I mean, maybe it is one of those two ones that maybe it comes down to the fact that, oh, I'm going to get rid of my boss so he'll take the fall for this and then we go off and be rich. Or it is a case of he's saving him. Let's, you know, I don't know. But there are no theories on him. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you've got two of them. Yeah, well, there you, you go. Come that. on, it's better than what was that one about? Um, who was it? Like, who was a dick to such and such? Like, that? <laughs> who was that? I can't remember. I've gone blank already. Um, but yeah, obviously, Goldie kicks off Mister Echo, so he gets off. The plane takes off because again, the Nigerian military just don't know how to shoot a plane down. Um, but you know, I guess the positive of this is uh, Echo. You know, oh no, my brother and my money and everything. But this is his way out of uh, being a gang lord, because it's like, are you okay, father? Now, like, come on, bit of a plot hole here. Let's go back to the point where, like, Yemi's all like, I've heard about you. Like, we know your reputation. Yeah, say my name. Like, like you me. know, people know who this guy is. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, you come from a very far off place, but we know about you here. Yeah, so there we go. And we, I'm guessing we find out why he's in Australia um, later on in yeah, a flashback. Okay, flashback. so... Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the flashback, and um, yeah, I mean it's a great flashback. It's amazing, uh, despite the few little plot holes we've got there. But um, you obviously touched on it—the fact that you know we just weren't expecting this from Echo. We we're expecting him to be like a <laughs> devoted father or something like that. Like, Come here, little Jimmy. <laughs> let me read your bedtime story um, from the beginning. And they go all out, yeah, showing him as a sadistic bastard. So yeah, it's great. I mean, I don't know if you have anything more to add on it. Yeah, I just think it's really well shot the way they do Nigeria, considering it's all Hawaii and uh, the Yemi Echo relationship is written so well. And seeing his journey from drug lord kind of thing, gangster to priest, and his kind of own struggle between you know from the necklace being ripped apart and him trying to refine his faith on the island and. Uh, we'll get to the plane, but the way they weed that into it, it's just really one of the better flashbacks of this season and probably one of the better flashbacks of all the seasons, really. It'd be in the top 30 or so. And does anybody ever find out the truth about Echo or not? Charlie? Well, as Oh, you mean that he was a gangster? Yeah. 
I don't think so, because AAA left the show. Mm, okay. So, anyway, back to the beginning. Still pissed off about that. We're going to go back. Um, oh, who have we <laughs> missed from the last few episodes? Let's see. Who have we missed? I know. Claire. Here she is. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Lots of Claire this week. <laughs> How are you? I'm Claire. There's heaps of her. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I mean, you're going to get to it, but she's talking about, uh, you know, you got Echo, he's like this gangster, but he's also got faith and he's got this great relationship with his brother. You've got Jack, the man of science, who does miracles, this Locke, who's had a great past. And then there's Claire. Why did you pick Alan? <laughs> oh, I just liked it. <laughs> like, no, like, oh, here's the truth about Claire, that she had... A father called Aaron, and this is what happened to her, or she's religious too. It's just, oh, I just liked it. And she should have called a boon. Um, yeah, like, does Claire have a purpose on this show? <laughs> like, I know Boone didn't really, and Shannon didn't really, but, like, really? I should have kept Shannon off, Claire. Like I, I, like, I don't hate Claire, but I don't know. Just the more I watch this show... <laughs> Why do you think they made her disappear for a whole season? My baby, my squirrel baby. Um, but I just like this introduction when she's just, you know, comes up and she's like, what are you writing? Things I need to remember. Can I sit? Please. <laughs> oh, what is, oh Lord. what is the baby called? Oh, Aaron. Oh, the brother of Moses. It's like, oh, he's all... Chuffed up. Oh, I can talk religion with the blonde Australian. Um, and Claire's mild jokes. Oh. Like, must be hard living up to that reputation. <laughs> Why can't you be like your brother Moses? <laughs> Shut up, Claire. Right. <laughs> but then it like kind of gets she even worse. She is the kooky girl that you went to high school with and you just like 10 years later, you're like, oh, uh, this is where she ends. Um, uh. So I just love the fact that it's kind of like, Oh, you should talk to Charlie. <laughs> He's religious. <laughs> and, you know, found a Virgin Mary. And, like, automatically, like, the only Virgin <laughs> Mary statues in the world automatically are Nigerian ones with drugs in it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did note that. Like, I mean, you know, can you imagine him? Like, if this is just him back in Australia... Like, meets Claire at a, I don't know, a fucking Gloria Jeans or something. <laughs> just, just chatting with his guy. Ah, you look religious. It's like, hello, thank you. I'm from Nigeria. Can I have a latte? And it's like, oh, yeah, me friend Charlie's got a virgin. Where is this Virgin Mary statue? <laughs> like, anyway, so it just happens to be the one from Nigeria, of course. And it's like, um, you know, it's just a statue. <laughs> I hate screamy Claire. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, oh, there's drugs in it. Um, You know, plot twist. Not really. I mean, we knew it was there, but no, what's this going to set up? This is kind of just the end of Charlie from this point, isn't it not? Like, well, no, the end of Charlie was season one, episode 15, (laughs) Homecoming. (laughs) But, um, but let's check back in next season for Charlie. Oh, I like Charlie, but I'm starting to see a bit of what you say about Charlie. They had no idea what to do with this character in season two. After he cl- kills Ethan, they were in this kind of weird kind of thing where Dominic Monaghan was the star, but they had nothing to do with this character other than, oh, Willy Wonty with the drugs. 
Uh, so until we get into you're going to die, Charlie, there's really nothing here other than cringy statue moments. <laughs> it's kind of a shame, really, because he's a good actor. He is. He's coming soon to an Australian TV series near you. Um, oh. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so meanwhile, back in the hatch, old Gummy Joe's just chilling with the... Uh, the combination, uh, how he knows how to reset this, I don't know, but he's old gummy Joe. He knows everything. He tells about his, uh, you know, stories about watching silent movies and old bank robbers with dollar signs on. Ah, oh, Michael, you're not, you're, you're not that old. And it's like, <laughs> um, and don't you love just in the, in this season when it's not his episodes? He's just hanging around, <laughs> chilling with his coffee. Uh, <laughs> he loves his little hatch job. Yeah. Um, now, what have I missed here? Oh, this is, is this where he says about the shift at the computer, or am I jumping ahead there? I don't think that's here. Oh, he's talking about like helping himself with guns or whatever. Anyway. Um, oh yeah, that's. So anyway, he wants the shift. I think. Uh, but oh no, because he asks he asks Kate for the shift, doesn't he? So Kate, yeah. For the shift. Um, but uh, so this is a part, obviously, where uh, Jin's uh, fishing and Charlie's singing the Kinks. <laughs> Just like... I think this is a pretty good Charlie moment. He's annoying, but it's pretty funny. I, I love the way he's like singing. Like, oh, thanks, Jin. <laughs> do you like Do you like the Kinks, Jin? <laughs> Jin's just like, what? <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you very much. I do have a beautiful voice. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Um, it's the only good Charlie moment. And I do love fucking angry Echo. If I've got Echo walking to me like that, I'm swimming out to the ocean, Charlie. I'm not just standing there waiting really like up. Others, others. Echo. She's like when he ter- came out with his stick. He's terrifying. I want you to take me to the plane. <laughs> just, you know, we are going now. Um, what is it? What is like Claire, uh, Charlie said? Does he say like, I've got to go tell Claire? I, I don't. I didn't quite understand what he said. Well, when he shows the drugs, he's like, she'll get the wrong idea. Oh, right, okay. okay. And then Echo's like, do it all the way. <laughs> Dick Echo. <laughs> we know good now. <laughs> Why? Is the plane going to take go off? in the morning. No. <laughs> um, but then we get uh, Claire, like, picking up the pieces of the statue. And don't play stupid, Charlie. This was in your silly statue. Um, now look, can I just point out, like, okay, I get it, like, Charlie knew the drugs were in this, that's why he kept it, I understand, but like, Charlie's a pretty piss poor liar when it comes to the next few episodes, like, he's not very good at covering his tracks, but like, in all seriousness, this is one that he should easily be able to cover, like, he should easily be able to be like, well, I didn't know, like, how the hell would I know? It's a statue, how would I know? So like, this is where, like, one, that he should be able to get away with, I don't know if you kind of, like... No, I know you probably don't give a shit, it's Charlie, but I mean, I don't know. I just feel that, like, as much as we know that Claire's right, Claire's also a bit of a dick here. No, I'm on Claire's side at this point. A recovering drug addict heroin guy has a statue full of heroin. That's too much of a coincidence. Well, he clearly does. Well, he doesn't touch them, so. Um. <laughs> um Anyway, so meanwhile, we've got Locke teaching. This Yeah, Locke's teaching Michael how to shoot. Uh, they just waste a perfectly good jar of mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've li- literally written on my, my notes, what a goddamn waste of ranch. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, these, these people are starving on this island. pisses me off. Like, I love ranch and yeah, mayonnaise. That annoys me too. Like, I just want that. I don't, I don't like either, but when you're starving on an island, you're just shooting it up. Oh, and what am- the hell? Americans love 
fucking ranch. Like, Jesus Christ, they go crazy over that shit. Really? Uh, but uh, I love the kind of little conversation here with Locke when he's talking about, oh, my dad took me hunting and, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, what does, does Locke say, like, bravo, when Michael shoots the mayonnaise? Um, oh, too angry at that point. So, meanwhile, we've got uh, Charlie and Echo in the jungle. You don't even know me. Like, don't judge me. Uh, it was my brother who got me addicted. Uh, which, I mean, you know... Oh, Charlie's so annoying in this episode. Again, I'm kind of with Charlie here. They're like, who is Mr. Echo to question him? It's like, I don't know you. You just showed up. Like, good point. Um, you know, the sad thing is Charlie's way more tolerable here than he will be in his own episode coming up. So. <laughs> um, I love it. This is where, like, Charlie's just like, oh, yeah, this is where I found it. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> 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 You're right, he's a terrible liar because Echo's not even entertaining. <laughs> he is like really, really bad. Like, legitimately, in the next few episodes, Charlie's lying is terrible. But, but the thing is, Charlie has to go to like a big tree or something because if you just take him to just a random nowhere, <laughs> then how Echo would be like, How do you know this is the spot? Like, it's, it's you need to take him to something distinguished. Otherwise, you, no one would remember exactly that spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so he's like, "Yo, take me to the plane," and they have more of he throat grabs Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> more of a conversation here. Obviously, you know, why did you lie to the girl? Like, you don't want her to get her the wrong idea. I'm like, I don't have to tell you anything. Um, so you know, I mean, again, I'm kind of with Charlie here. He really doesn't have to tell anything. Um, the girl. That's what she's been <laughs> subject. That's all she is in this show, let's be honest, Claire. The girl. Um, <laughs> the girl. Um, so, they obviously find the body of the... Is this uh, Goldie here, the gold tooth, I'm guessing? Uh, why does, is, is it ever explained with the parachute? Like, do we see that? Or am I... Like, why is he in a parachute? Yes, a parachute on the plane. But we just never see that, I guess. Maybe. Well, true, but... Uh, Anyway. Well, I don't know if they might. So, uh, we also get a brief little glimpse of the uh, smoke monster in the background, and let's go. Um, meanwhile, uh, just Kate gives Sawyer a haircut. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I was dying at this, because, uh, as I've mentioned previously, I was, uh, I've been watching these episodes on... Uh, Netflix. I have the DVDs. I should start watching the DVDs because I like the previously on Lost because you get to see kind of cool moments from the past episodes. But anyway, um, and for the 24, Netflix gives you kind of like two sentence synopsis of the episode. And for the 23rd Psalm, it says here, Claire loses faith in Charlie after Echo questions him about the Virgin Mary statue. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> and Kate gives the recovering soy a much needed haircut. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a plot line in this episode. There's like one scene. Like, surely it should have been like, and Michael learns to shoot, or, and we learn the truth about Echo's past, or how about we see the monster for the first time? Hey, that might get me watching the episode. That would be a good kind of hook synopsis. No, and Kate gives the recovering Sawyer a much needed haircut. So clearly, whoever wrote these for Netflix was a big. Sawyer Kate fan. To me, that's like... Because, like, if you ever... Like, I know I talked about TV Week a few weeks ago, but, like, 
TV guides, things like that. If you ever actually read like the TV guides in the newspaper, they would that would be the synopsis. They'd have to give you enough to make you watch it without spoiling it. So I wonder if somebody's like reading through and like, oh, lost eight thirty, you know, Southern Cross. What's not going on here? All right, no, Claire loses faith. Oh, that's a bit of a shame. Oh, that might sound pretty good. Um, oh, you know, cool. Uh, Charlie, oh my God, Kate gives Sawyer a haircut. I'm in. <laughs> not we see the monster for the first time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reading some of the other ones now, and for the most part, yeah, they pretty much cover the episode. Like, Jack, Locke, and Kate learn more about the hatch. Uh, Sawyer, Michael, and Gina are kept taken captive by who they think are the others. Yeah, that sums up orientation for us. Yeah, that's fine. But then for this one, randomly, Kate, like, did the person, like, it was, was the person who writes these, it was the end of the day. They had to watch 10 episodes in one day. They were so tired. They just... Oh, yeah, uh, they just watched the first 20 minutes. Yeah, Claire's angry at Charlie. Uh, yeah, Kate and Sawyer get a haircut. <laughs> it's so random. I have to keep an eye out on these now in case there's any more dumb Netflix synopsis that pop up. I'm just reading here for next week's on Wikipedia. They've got, like, a bit of a summary. Um, Michael leaves the survivor, blah, 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 blah. Uh, in flashbacks, Jack's wife leaves him. That's it. Oh. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> and the... the- the much-needed haircut thing is they've literally said the entire scene in the synopsis. Like, uh, the synopsis is kind of supposed to, like, give you a teaser of it. Kate gives the recovering story a much-needed haircut. We don't need to watch that now. That's literally all that. <laughs> Spoiler, Netflix. Um, yeah. Anyway. I laughed when I saw that. So... Yeah, and I mean, this is the scene where everyone's like, oh, everyone loves Sawyer now. <laughs> you know, Hurley, good to see you back, man. Yeah, you're yourself, Pillsbury. Uh, cool. Uh, this is where Michael asked Kate for the shift. Um, so, you know. Um, but, yeah, so we then get... Oh, so I did kind of jump ahead a little bit with the uh, finding of the um, the, pl- uh, the parachute. Um but, yeah, so Echo Praise. Cool, I've written that there. Um, oh, and this is where Charlie's like, oh, your stick, it's got scripture on it. Oh, cool. Um, so, this is... Uh, I actually kind of like this scene when, like, Echo's like, you're lost, you know, it was dark, and, oh, rocks fell on my head. And then I just kind of, like, um, <laughs> Miss Echo, Dick Miss Echo, climb that tree. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so great. <laughs> like, you, you climb it. <laughs> that's a legitimate Charlie moment. They're like, you climb it. Like, come on. Uh, mind you, though, if Charlie didn't climb the tree, the he's dead. You're going to beat me with your Jesus stick. <laughs> well, what if I don't? You're going to beat me with your Jesus stick. That's funny. But, like, wimpy Charlie. Like, I mean, Echo doesn't even say anything here. Like, he's just, he's just staring at him. <laughs> he's so badass. Like, I, I, am, I am Charlie in that situation. I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'm not climbing the tree. You're going to beat me with Jesus stick. All right, I'll do it. Like, he doesn't even have to say anything. Sorry, Mr. Echo. Um, what kind of person are you anyway? Dry blood on your stick. Um, and then I just love how, like, Charlie's half up this tree. He's still climbing. And he's like, you need to get higher. And he's just like, oh, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just a dick echo moment. But this is the scene. I mean, this, look, again, potentially a top five moment, top ten. I don't know your thoughts on this. I guess this is a very iconic moment in this show because... We've kind of had the lead up until this moment. This is in the very first episode, I believe, we asked, what is the monster? And I guess this was one of those things that people talked about constantly up until this point, like, what is the monster? 
So, uh, Mr. Echo is kind of just chilling and looking at Charlie being a dick. Then we get jump scared, like, boom! Like, the trees start getting ripped up. Looks epic. Looks so good. Then we get this great camera shot of it kind of speeding up to Echo and kind of, you mentioned, obviously, that look oh, in his face. Looks yeah. so good. And, like, none of us are thinking we're going to see it at this point. We're just kind of like, oh, here we go again, here we go again. Nah, we're going to cut away and we finally see the monster. And it's, what is it? A giant, you know, huge gargantuan teeth with fangs and is it a dinosaur is it t-rex is it you know barbara streisand from south park mecca streisand or whatever it is no it's it's a plume of smoke Um, and like i do kind of like this pan around where they kind of go through the monster and we kind of hear the clicking noise and it's like lightning going off in this smoke images of Echo's past. And we see, like, a big long shot of the big smoke monster kind of staring down with him, and he doesn't flinch. Like, Echo does not move at all. Uh, Charlie's he would be the best at a game of chicken ever. Yeah, Charlie's staring at it from the tree, shitting himself, and then after a few seconds, that goes away. But that's the smoke ones. I remember watching this episode, and I remember being so underwhelmed. I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> um, like, I mean, I guess, like, on the grand scheme of things, it makes so much sense, and, like, I'm not that way anymore. But, like, at the time, like, surely even you watching this for the first time, surely it would have been out to be like, oh, wow, that's it. I don't think I was, and I didn't love it. I'm like, oh, my God, they did not just do that. They went for the smoke monster uh, path. But um, but I think I was just so confused and so bewildered and so, like, what the hell that I wasn't angry about it or underwhelmed. I was just like, uh, what? Like, because this is like the hatch. No one could ever predict. No one ever predicted. Oh, that's the the black smoke that projects images from people's past. Um, I mean, uh, we saw glimpses of it last season, but not enough to know that this is what it would be. Um, so I don't think I was underwhelmed. I was just very confused about it. Um, and it is such a well shot thing um, that. They couldn't have revealed what the monster looks like in a better way. Yeah. That even people who hated it would have to still appreciate the scene for what it was. Um, you know, I think it has potential to be in that top five because it is so iconic. Although, on a rewatch, it didn't hold up as much as I remembered the scene. Like, it happens quite quick and it's over with. I remembered it being more of a thing. But maybe that's just now looking back. We know what the monster is. We've seen it heaps. Uh, but at the time... And I think it was perfect timing. Like, this episode has so much. They answer everything about the plane mystery but and everything about Echo. Well, not everything, but things about Echo. And then this on top of it. Like, they did a lot in this episode from season one. Um, so I think it was the right time because I think it was okay that we didn't see it in season one. But they had to give it to us at least midway through season two. Um, and, of course, it raised more questions than it answered. But it was good that they finally did it and... I'm not sure the general reaction to it because I didn't really follow other people's opinions of Lost at the time other than dumb turtle friends. But um, yeah, I'm not sure if people hated this or loved it or were kind of middle. I was middle. I, I was a bit like, eh. But I was also really intrigued by what the hell this could be. Th- this could be. And no, it was not nanobots. That's what everyone said. What's, what's a nanobot? Well, everyone thought it was like Dharma Initiative created monster out of you know, weird nanobots, um, which is a, a very legitimate question because people just said nanobots, but they never really thought through how this would actually happen. But hmm. uh, 
Did you have any theories of the smoke? Oh, it was like a dinosaur or something. I don't know. Like I no, after we saw the smoke. Oh, um, none at all. I had no clue. I was like, that's it? Like, smoke? Okay. Like, I don't think I yeah, but gave it a second thought I, after that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's the monster. Great. Cool. I admire their uh, bowls and their creativity. Because no one... Who comes up with this shit? Yeah. I mean, it's clever. And, I, like, and also, I do like how they... What this is. That's the man in black. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, because this is, like, when we get to our answers, I mean, really, it's not an answer. If we have what does the smoke monster look like, that has been answered. But I feel like we don't really cross it off fully until season six. But I like this because season one, we hear it. Season two, we see it. And then it's not until really towards the end game. But they do give us a pretty thorough answer to what it People were worried that this wouldn't be answered and it would just be a thing throughout the whole season. But I think it, it's a pretty satisfactory answer to what it is and you can look back on it now and i feel like we'll talk a lot about when we see the smoke monster and it being the man in black and you see it kind of judging echo here right now um and then almost being intimidated by him so yeah it's it's cool one thing i like i don't mind the smoke monster i think most people have grown to accept it which i mean just a random sort of you know, I'm not saying this is the only form of media outside of Lost that's been using, but I know I've told you there's a, there's a video game called Just Cause 3. It was kind of just like a random fun game. It was sort of like almost like a Grand Theft Auto on crack. You were just like on this like island and just could do these amazing things. But there was a, a section on, on the game where if you got like on a plane and flew slightly off this island, you would crash and then you would crash onto a, another island off the coast. And it was kind of like, a you know, you explored this island and there was a smoke monster and there was also a hatch. So it was kind of like a little little tease to Lost. So it's on YouTube. If you want to look for it, it's kind of fun. I remember playing the game and finding it. And it's just, you know, it's it's kind of a cool little thing. But uh, plenty of other things I'm sure that use it as well. But yeah, there we go. We've seen the monster. Uh, I'm going to say it's a nominee for the top five, at least. We'll see how we go, obviously, for the other ones. That's yeah, definitely worth discussion. Um, and I like the editing, too. I like the way kind of like you see Charlie's face and kind of like, boom, like fades to black for a commercial. Like, it's just it's well edited. Um, and then obviously we kind of come back and, you know, Charlie's like, bloody hell, are you all right? And he's like, I was not afraid. Um, and then kind of obviously we see that, oh, the plane's a kilometre that way because Charlie can measure distance all of a sudden at the top <laughs> of a tree. Um, I mean, if that's to be up at the top of a tree, yeah, it's a, it's a bit, you know, not far that way. Like, oh, it's, it's approximately 1.3 kilometres to the west. Um, he's not Locke. Um, meanwhile, Mike was on the computer. He's back on his, uh, AIM chat room. Um, <laughs> missed you, lol. Um, just chatting to dad, uh, to dad, just chatting to, uh, Walt. Um, and I, I kind of like the tense bit of this scene. Like, it's really good and how kind of like Jack just shows up. <laughs> Jack. Hey, Michael. I'm just the way, like, Michael's just really, like, calm. He's like, he's shocked, but he's just kind of like, hey, Jack. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> you've got busted, like, having cyber sex or something like that. You're just like, hey, dad. <laughs> 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 What's up? You talk as if that is a memory, not a hypothetical. Uh, friend, um, friend told me. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is not... People's like, oh, they never answered this. I don't think it's ever a question they intended to answer, but it's kind of fun to theorize about. Uh, just your opinion. There is no real answer, but is Michael talking to Walt, or is he talking to the others? I think he's talking to the others. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, there's no answer, and I wholeheartedly, I'm not defending them. I really do believe that they never intended to answer it. I never thought that there would be a flashback of, here's Walt on the computer. Um, <laughs> Checking his Facebook. 
Yeah, I think probably the others luring him because we see him being lured in uh, in a flashback. But also, Walt is special with special powers, so maybe he can communicate without even being on the computer. I, I just definitely think they're just luring him in. So, yeah, that's just always yeah, kind of... we kind of see that. Like, kind of what I've always thought. Um, I just like how the writing like disappears when Jack sort of walks behind. She's like, oh, fuck, he's been caught. But like, 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 I, I kind of like it's Michael again. We kind of touched, and he's never the same again. And kind of, I mean, it's a tragic end for Michael. But why can't Michael just tell, like, Jack? Yeah. You know, help me. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no reason why he can't. It's not like they're saying no, really don't isn't. tell Jack, or we'll, you know, like it's they don't even know. There's no camera or anything, you know. Or we'll burn your church down. Yeah, like I mean, legitimately, Dick Michael, like, yeah. They're, yeah, bad writing. Yeah, really. I don't know. I've just always kind of like there just needed to be some sort of thing about like don't tell anyone. Um, so you know, Boone, this is you know you got Shannon. Help everybody, no, guys! <laughs> help look, look, I can do something. Uh, so they find the plane. Um, and I kind of like the little bit where like obviously this is playing with the flashbacks, and I like how we see that blood stain on the door. Like obviously we saw that when you know they is that on it when Boone's in the plane or are they not that detailed or you don't know. Uh, I mean, we probably don't see that aspect of the plane. Um, this is Boone's death place, everybody. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, if this never happened in Nigeria, then Boone would still be alive. But can I'm not sure if you agree, but I just think this is one of the best examples of Lost setting up a mystery yeah. and delivering on it, but in an unex- unexpected way of, hey, it connects to this other character and it gives us a hugely emotional moment on the island and off the island with the flashback and dramatic and really great character moment for Echo, but also kind of ties up a big mystery of season one of where was this random Nigerian juggler? It, it just ties up so much from the statues to the plane where Boom fell and we already see who Boom was talking to on the radio. That was Bernard. Like People say this show never answered things until the end, but or, n- or even not after the end. But this is just a perfect example of, I'm not saying they always do it, but this is season two and they l- must have looked at it and said, all right, well, we need to answer some things. What Kate did, blah, blah, blah. We'll show the monster and let's wrap up this plot line. And we see the plane later on, but after that, we never really see from it again because this is the perfect conclusion. It's burnt. We find out exactly where it came from and and it connects to echo on the island in a really satisfactory way i just think it's one of the best kind of ev- all the pieces fall together i think it works so well i'm not sure if you agree. No, i agree i think it's it's very clever and i remember watching this kind of you know live um you know i i think kind of just yeah the way you sort of remember it all and kind of pl- pl- tying it back into it i think it's so cleverly done and again i mean was this plan i'm guessing it had to be really i mean it kind of just seemed a bit coincidental mm. if they sort of like Right, sit around yeah, the table, sure. read for season two. I'm like, oh fuck! Remember the plane that killed Boone? Let's bring that into it somehow, you know. But maybe they had the Nigerian thing, and then when they were coming up with season two, they're like, well, we know that's the Nigerian plane. Let's get an African actor. Yeah, like maybe it was the ant came after, but it could have been plane. Who knows? But again, everybody remember this is where Boone died. Um, well, sort of. He was <laughs> suffered fatal injuries here. He didn't die. Died in the cave. That's why no one goes to the cave anymore. It's Boone's ghost. Ooh, I would help everyone <laughs> Um So yeah, he he goes in the plane and he finds uh, he finds Yenny's body. Uh, Yenny's Aww. body. And um, and the necklace, yeah, and the necklace, and we have dribbling echo. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> um, <he's... laughs> 
Um, <laughs> oh, dead, yeah, me. Um, <laughs> it's great acting, though. Triple A's great here. Oh, and so emotional. Crying and, you know, cross and praying. I love, I'm just like Charlie here. Like, I mean, Charlie plays this way too calmly. Like, let's kind of just logically understand <laughs> Is that your brother? Like, like, you know, we've got this whole coincidence section happening here. And, like, you know, if this was Jack, like, this is, a, no, this is not believable. Like, Jack would be going off his tits here. Um, but, like, <laughs> Charlie's just like, who's that? It's my brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no questions? Like, yeah, Jack would be yelling at Echo, like, you really believe this? Coincidence much? And Charlie's just like, all right. <laughs> like, I, I really do like it, though, because Echo, in a way, is the man of coincidence. We have uh, Locke, the man of faith, Jack, the man of science, and then Echo, the man of coincidence. Do make coincidence for faith, so. Um, but, it's just kind of cool to think Echo had this necklace all these years ago when he was 10 or whatever in Nigeria, and now he's on this island and this same necklace. Yeah. Is, like, just imagine. Yeah. Although, although they really have a lot of significance about it, but if I had a necklace when I was 10, like, I would not even recognise it. But I well, guess I'm sentimental. If different. I had something like that that meant a lot to you. Um, but, yeah, I know what you mean, but... Uh, uh, I'm teasing. Sat, sat somehow, like this plane, they just he just happens to find the fuel lines and rips it open. Oh, let's just burn it. <laughs> cool. Um, you know, I, I love this like Darth Vader kind of funeral. Yeah, it's so good. Couple of couple episodes of time when Charlie lights a fire, it's all like, oh, he's crazy, but he's Mister Echo lighting a fire. <laughs> he's fine. Um, I know it's a different thing, Ben. Shut up. Um, but then like I love Charlie here. You're a priest, aren't you? Yes, I am. Um. It's, Okay. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but then he's just, you know... The- this is almost like the end of Echo's story. And this is when we just met him. It, oh, like, builds it's a all church? wrapping up. Yeah, but no, I don't mean re- really, but you could argue that, like, just this episode is satisfactory enough of Echo, like, um, we get to see his backstory and it all ties together in one episode. Like, this is how you do it. Like, we don't have five seasons, then we get what Echo did episode. <laughs> we need that episode. Uh, but obviously with his prayer, it kind of like ties in with a few sort of like, you know, it's over the top, Lord is my shepherd. and oh. Get Anna Lucia getting a fish from Jin and Son. They've stopped having oh. sex enough to catch a fish for Anna Lucia. Um, who's the random guy walking in the background? Is that like Steve or Scott? I don't know if you noticed that. I'm like, Brittany, That's Doug. who's random guy in the background? Um... We get. I love how this montage plays with the Psalm twenty three though over the top compared to like a song or like. I'm glad you know that this is a Psalm twenty three. I I guess it is. I don't know my religion. Well, I'm assuming surely. Well, uh, the only thing I know, Lord is my shepherd, is from the uh, introduction of the Vicar of Dibley. The Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> uh, I did open Psalm twenty three earlier for this episode. Uh, yes, it is Psalm twenty three. It would be weird. I, I I feel like for these episodes we need like our Oz Network religious advisor or something <laughs> to, who we get on as a guest. But it would be weird for them to have an episode called Psalm Twenty Three and have him reciting Psalm Twenty Two if that's a thing. Lord is my shepherd; I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His name. This is a very sexist poem. It's all about Him. <laughs> get it? Never mind. Well, well, isn't Jesus a dude? Like, in 2017, 2018, who knows anymore, Noah? Come on. Gender neutral and all that. Um, <laughs> what? So, anyway. <laughs> Pretty sure Jesus was a guy. 
Um, I think that's a fact. Libby and uh, uh, Cuckoo Lala. Libby's like, la, 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 hello, early. <laughs> With a, oh, they meet. They meet over a tarp. She's going to get shot. <laughs> she's just so crazy. I can't take her seriously at anything. Like the scene in a few episodes when she's like stripping in front of Hurley. <laughs> like, oh, when a girl wants a compliment. Cuckoo Lala. <laughs> I love Libby, though. I really do. Um, Sawyer checking himself out in the mirror, mildly flirting with <laughs> with Kate oh, as Jack flirting. walks past with some pills. Ooh, tension. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just have a threesome, you guys. Sold. Done. <laughs> this is why... Oh, yeah, that's a good solution. <laughs> like, come on. But this is... This is why this episode is so much better than last episode, because the, the love triangle is uh, just reduced to one tiny scene in a Psalm 23 montage. Yeah. But then we get... Uh, compared to a whole episode. We had such good acting this episode. Oh, it's been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up by, you lied to me, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's getting kicked out. She's yeah. got the she, Claire's doing a Thomas on him. I kind of do feel sorry for Charlie. I'm so, I know you don't. You probably don't give a shit. I feel sorry for Claire. I, oh, fuck Claire. Like, you know, just like... Ugh. I'm really losing myself in chair. Chair here, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically a chair. She's just there. You love after drugs. You know when you walk into a room and there's a chair there? That's Claire. Like, hello, would you like to sit on me? Um, I should I mention... it's a chair and not chair. That... <laughs> Back up, of course, Mr. Echo, here's the statue for the one I broke. Dick Echo? You know what's in it? <laughs> Feeding his addiction. Feeding his, exactly. But somehow Charlie smuggles about a hundred more of these because he's got a, <laughs> Like, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, what a bad way to end the really so like, episode. So, like, you know, don't come near my baby. You don't want you sleeping near us. Just go. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Fair Charlie's enough. in the jungle hoarding some drugs. Um, eggs, this goes nowhere, because, like, clearly these are just going to be hidden in a fucking gun safe soon. So, like, what, like, I, I know your point here is, like, exactly, what are they doing with Charlie? Oh, is he taking drugs? Like, it's pointless. Like, I feel sorry for Charlie, because, like, to me, it's like, he's, like, I guess sort of being falsely accused, but not really, because he comes clean here. He's always a terrible liar. Then we're going to get, very soon, him having his cuckoo la la sleep dreams, which are never explained that he's kidnapping the baby. <laughs> then, like, he gets punched by old Gummy Joe. Oh, I'm so not looking forward to Fire Plus. Oh, I just, I feel bad for Charlie. Although, again, I still see what you say about the guy. There's just nothing for him to do. But anyway, so, yep, he's a hoarder. He's stolen some Virgin Mary statues. Boom, lost the end. Uh, there's, like, evil music playing at the end here, too. They might as well play, like, fucking Imperial March. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Anyway, um, anything more to add before we move on? No, it's kind of a weaker ending to a really good episode. Where does he get, like, was he sneaking off to the plane at night, or is he, like, hoarding these, like uh, Mr. Echo? He was doing it one by one or something, I don't know. Where's, like, Anna Lucia? Where were you for the last two hours, Nathan? Like, maybe Nathan <laughs> was getting some Virgin Mary statues. Like, I don't know. Um... All right, so, hmm, question. I guess we can answer what is the monster, right? Well, not really. We answered what does it look like, but I feel like we don't really know what the monster is, well, so I feel like we shouldn't kick that off just yet. Well, the- We've got part A of that answer, but... All right, well, fine. Uh, I mean, technically we have an answer, but in terms of our question answer sheet, I don't think it really explains what the monster is. Um, but, well, but the drug play? 
Did we even have that? Well, if we didn't, we're idiots. Uh, all I've got here, who are the priests that Boone saw? We actually yeah, haven't got, we actually haven't gotten the plane. We've just got who are the priests that Boone saw. I feel like I said that. I'm going to go back and Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm blaming Ben. Um, well, you fucking do this shit, man. Like, if I'm that <laughs> dumb, don't blame me. <laughs> well, who are the priests and slash... Where did the plane come from? All right. So that, let's cover that. Done. All right. That was answered. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Um, cool. Do we have more questions then? What is a smoke? Or I guess, or is that time to watch Well, that's still under what is the monster. So, um, so do we have any for this episode? Or? Uh, not really. How badass is Echo? <laughs> Will Claire Eleven. and Charlie ever sleep next to each other again? Oh. Um, will Michael... Uh, this one's more about answering things. Will Michael go after Walt? Will Michael meet up with his girlfriend from AIM? Um, alright, well, no, no, alright, cool, fine. Um, buy it, rent it, bin it. Oh, I thought you were going to go. Oh, um, buy it. Done. Right, your turn. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. It's one of the better flashbacks, Badass Echo. And we get it in the answers on this show. You know, people always complain, but we saw the smoke monster. Obviously, that adds a lot of questions, but still. Uh, and the plane is so satisfactory, and the emotion between Echo and Yemi, uh, such a great character, even though he doesn't really go anywhere, and such an interesting, shocking backstory. Um, so, so much is working on this episode. There's some bad things, but overall, I would say to buy. Uh, not a top 20 episode of Lost, but it's a damn good one, for sure. I don't know my IMDb rankings on me, but yeah, they're somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, I buy it. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I've got nothing really to add in terms of that. Um, so, we're on to episode 11. We're nearly at the halfway point of this season, funnily enough. We're doing well. Uh, and we're off to the hunting party. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this episode. It's kind of, you mentioned, I think, last episode about how you looked at your clock and it was like, oh, God, I still 20 minutes to go. I was kind of like this with this episode. I mean, there is one awesome scene in this episode, I will say, like an amazing scene, which oh, yeah. probably might, again, be in the question for top five. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm a Jack fan. I like Jack flashbacks, but <laughs> cool. Yeah, there's a guy in it from Third Watch in it for like five minutes. That's about all I get excited for. Um, and Hurley starts talking about Cuckoo La La Libby. So... Yeah, I'm not a fan of the next episode. The next two episodes kind of are just like, yeah, not a big fan of them. Uh, yeah, I think I like The Hunting Party a bit more than you do. Um, I kind of view it as season two's equivalent of all the best cowboys have daddy issues. That kind of mid-season episode where like action is happening and they're off on like an adventure. Um, yeah, obviously there's a really iconic scene in it. I'm not a huge Jack fan, but I do like his flashbacks, but this is definitely one of the weaker Jack flashbacks for sure. Uh, that Italian woman annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> is she um, Italian? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy this episode. I think it, there's some good stuff with Locke and Sawyer and uh, the others. There's some bad stuff with Kate. Um so it'll be interesting to see where it lands for me because it's one of those ones where I'm not entirely sure. Uh, you know, it could be a bin, it could be a rent, it could be a buy. Like at this point, I haven't rewatched it yet. 
But I have decent memories of the episode, uh, so it's much better than episode 12. So uh, I think I'll enjoy it more than you. I'm not sure if I love it or not. I'm looking forward to watching it, though, and seeing how it plays out. There's a great Sawyer one-liner. It's probably one of my favourite. I, I just laughed so hard at it. Like, literally laughed out loud when he said it. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. So, um, I wonder if you'll notice the same one when you watch it as well. But uh, like, subscribe, all that usual jazz. Um, we don't do jazz on this show, but we could if you want us to. Um, <laughs> jazz hands. Jazz hands. Um, I did that way too well. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, Adam, if you are, cool. If not, well... Cool. Um, my name is Ben, and insert closing line here. I can't think of one. <laughs> uh, my name is Noah, and uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, Jack Shepherd. The Lord is my Jack Shepherd. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.